I remember back in college, the buzzword was linear phrasing. Everyone wanted to talk about linear phrasing. What is linear phrasing? How do you use linear phrasing? And why is it still absolutely relevant? Let's talk about it. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, episode 76. Yes, I missed another week. I am so sorry. Time is flying by. This lockdown has us in a time warp, I think. We're nearing week eight, I believe, of um, nothing as we knew it before. And it's really really just a, a mind warp to understand how quickly time is moving. Everything that you do takes more time. Anyway, I I apologize. I want to keep you informed with the podcast each week. That's my goal. Sometimes other things get in the way, unfortunately, but here we are today. And what I want to talk about today is phrasing. A lot of people, a lot of my students have been asking about phrasing lately. What do you, how do you develop the idea of, you know, it's kind of cloaked in the word fill. And I don't really, I'm not crazy about the word fill because it kind of implies that you're just trying to do something to fill up the space. Phrasing is nice because it implies shape. It, it implies expression. Um, but of course, phrasing is an aspect of your fills. Um, again, when I'm playing, you know, it's different. When you're playing solo drums, you are doing different kinds of fills than you would if you were playing in a pop setting. If you're playing a pop gig, most of my fills are like the floor tom on beat four. Carries us right into the next section of the song. doesn't interfere with anything. It feels good. It gives everyone some energy and a lift. So so that is not that doesn't require much phrasing knowledge to play on beat 4 but emotionally it's the right decision at the time for me in that particular situation that is the bottom line my friend anytime you are going to play music you have to express yourself from an emotional space do not throw your ego and your mind into the equation and try to f- play a fill A fill, that sounds so messy and cold and and, uh, impersonal to me. Phrasing, on the other hand, is emotional. It's expressive. What's your phrasing? How do you phrase something? Phrasing is very personal. Phrasing has to do with the way that you shape something that you're playing. So I'm going to actually play you a recent lesson that I posted on Facebook. You can watch the lesson on Facebook, I mean on YouTube. You can watch the lesson on YouTube. It's just called Linear Phrasing. But I'm going to play you the audio here just in case you're somewhere where you can't watch something. So you'll be able to hear it. Now, Linear Phrasing, I, after I posted the video, I, I regretted two things. One thing is I got a new microphone 
and it was clipped too close to my throat. So about three times my voice kind of distorts because the microphone was touching my, my actual vocal cords. So I really wanted to redo it, but I thought, ah, the, the spirit of the, of the video feels good to me. So I went ahead and put it out. So that was my one minor regret. And my second one is I kind of jumped in if you know, if we were looking at one to ten, I jumped in at about a level six, and bumped it up to a level nine real quick. And um, for the for my members at DrumMantra.com, I am going to really extend this out and really go step by step on developing phrasing, um, starting off with one surface with two hands and building into the entire drum set. So. You're going to get kind of an overview and sort of a flash quickly through a couple different levels of phrasing. Even though I decided to isolate only the snare drum and floor tom in this lesson, uh, I still added a little bit of coordination complexity What that might um, you know, be challenging. But please, please do this along with me. When I, when I post these lessons, the intention is not for you to just sit and watch them on YouTube or in the lesson vault on drummantra.com, you need to do them. You need to sit down and actually play these things. So if you have the opportunity to sit behind a kit or behind some pads, try to play along with me so you can get this happening. As I'm sure you know, you don't get any better just by watching something. Your mind might change. You might get a different perception of what you want to do. But until you put in the physical work, your body is not going to really be able to do the things that your mind might understand. That's a whole different lesson that has to do with connecting your body and your mind and where you want to be when you're performing and where you want to be when you're practicing. But uh, today, I just want to play you this linear phrasing concept. And I also want to mention that I have a, a drum mantra intensive. This is very exciting. I probably should talk about this real quick before we talk about the going to the linear phrasing. So about, two, I guess, maybe two weeks ago now, I did a clinic, a virtual clinic for the Denver Drum Society. And uh, I did a presentation, about an hour-long presentation on the drum mantra. We did a master class where people actually had their pads, and I presented music and play-alongs, and we went through a bunch of exercises together. And then about a week later, I did a virtual clinic for Badges Drum Shop in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we did the same thing. We did this little master class that I put together, a little keynote that I would share my screen on Zoom, and we would play through these exercises together, and I would explain some concepts, drum mantra concepts, polymetric coordination concepts, phrasing concepts, reading, groove, warm-ups, and I think that's it. And it went really well. Probably had about 45 total between the two attending. Um, and I was so inspired by it that I decided to take that 45 to 50 minute long master class and extend it out to four hours. And I now call it the Drum Mantra Intensive. The Drum Mantra Intensive is a four-hour experience online with me live where we will play through exercises together in real time. We'll do uh, <clears throat> warm-ups, timing exercises, reading exercises, 
Uh, we will learn about polymeters. We'll work on coordination. We'll learn about groove, and we'll learn about phrasing. So basically, <clears throat> we'll start off by, I'll introduce the whole concept for about 15 minutes, and then we'll go into about a 50-minute long playing period, maybe a little longer than that, about an hour. And then afterwards, we'll do a little Q&A. We'll take a little 10-minute break. And then we'll go back in, do another hour, do a Q&A, little break, go back again, do another hour, and then we'll do some final reflecting. It's an amazing experience. I've worked really hard to put this thing together, and um, it will totally change the way you think about playing. And you get to keep the PDF of the exercises, and you have access to the, to the Zoom call on a private link anytime you want to go back and revisit it. And uh, we're doing a special. It's, uh, the intensive was going to be $100 for four hours, which is crazy already because $100 is the price of a single lesson. So four hours interacting with the group, interacting with me. But um, because of the COVID situation, I want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to, to do this, and I don't want anyone to be left out because of finances. So I lowered the price to $75 for a four-hour intensive, which is a really good deal. That's just a crazy deal. It's like less than $20 an hour. Um, <laughs> so anyway, if finances are an issue, please don't let it be. Hopefully that's a price that everyone can afford. Um, I'd love to have you in it. You can find out more information by going to drummantra.com slash intensive drummantra.com slash like the diagonal line intensive you can register right now the the intensive will be this saturday may 9th from 11 a.m to 3 p.m central standard time so 9 a.m pacific standard and 5 p.m to 9 p.m greenwich mean time please join it's going to be a blast Register early so I, I know what to expect. I, I want to make sure I know um, who's going to be there and be prepared to uh, take everyone through this course. Okay, cool. Well, I am going to be talking about phrasing in the intensive, but the phrasing is a little bit different than what I talk about here. We still It's still linear phrasing, and you'll hear me define linear phrasing once we start the uh, the audio here, but linear phrasing is simple. It's like in geometry, you can have you have points, you have lines, you have a plane, you have a cube, right? So you can only have one point on a line at a time. Line, linear. So this means you only play one note at a time on a line. And you have a we find a subdivision, 16th notes in this instance, and you just play constant 16th notes as you start to create phrase shapes between, in this instance, two different voices, the snare drum and the floor tom. I won't talk about it anymore right now because I'm going to talk about it once I turn the lesson on. So enjoy, and I look forward to talking to you in a second when we're done. Okay, here we go. Phrasing. Linear phrasing is simply 
one thing happens on a line linear at a time. You can only have one point on a line in geometry. It's the same with linear phrasing in music. One thing happens at a time. One voice happens at a time. Now we're putting an underlying current of 16th notes as the subdivision. So what I want to challenge you to do is eliminate the rest of the drum set for now and just focus on two voices, the snare drum and the floor tom. You're going to play 16th notes as the underlying subdivision. And then I like to think of my right hand as the thing that's creating the shapes. So the right hand is kind of the thing that's moving the most. And the left hand's job is to fill in the 16th notes on the snare drum, like this. So the left hand is kind of a softer note. Now, we have two different versions of coordination. We have vertical coordination, up and down, which is accents. And we have horizontal coordination, which is side to side, which would be these two drums in this case. So vertical is accents, horizontal is voices. Okay, so you have two different ways to do coordination. So now you've increased your choices, your creative choices, by thinking vertically and horizontally. So let's play eight measures of linear phrasing between the snare drum and the floor tom together. Do anything you want. Now, extra points if you don't fall into a pattern. The idea is you want to start to um, increase your creative capacity. And the way to do that is to always try to do something different and new. So you are improvising shapes between these two instruments. If you find yourself falling into a pattern, change it, okay? You want to try to, to go further down the rabbit hole of creativity between these two things. So if you fall into a pattern, you've kind of hit a dead end. So you've got to figure out how to get out of that and go down a different path while consistently playing 16th notes, okay? Let's do eight measures together, anything you want. Here we go. One, two, ready, go. You do it for as long as you want. It's, I really recommend doing it for like 10 minutes. See how long you can with, with, keep going with 16th notes just with two voices. Okay, let's add a pulse. Let's add the hi-hat as a quarter note pulse. Now we're introducing a little bit of coordination. Now your phrasing might feel like it gets upside down every once in a while. If you play a three note grouping, you might feel like you're on the other side of the beat. So you have to start thinking about phrases in longer segments, like longer shapes over the bar line shapes. So let's try to do eight measures again, but now keeping an eighth note, I mean a quarter note pulse on the hi-hat. There we go. One, two, ready, go. Cool. Now see, we still haven't even experimented with the rest of the drums. When you start to go out to the rest of the drums with the phrasing, you can start experimenting with voices, pitches, durations, 
So there's a lot of choices, but I think it's really important to really try to focus in on something limiting in the beginning. It's always good to limit yourself because then you have to really think and be creative on less. Super, super good thing to do. Now, if you want to increase the coordination, you could go to a dotted eighth note on the hi-hat while maintaining these phrases. So then you have to keep track of where you are in the phrase as this is a dotted eighth note a four-measure-long phrase has to be repeated three times for this to come back to the downbeat. So let's try that. We're going to play 12 measures, dotted eighth note in the hi-hat, and sixteenth notes here. Now these might start to feel like triplets if you're not used to playing dotted eighth notes with sixteenths as the subdivision. You might start thinking you're in 12-8. But we're going to remain in 4-4. Four, four. This is going to be a dotted eighth note. We're going to play 12 measures. Okay, here we go. One, two, ready, Go. That gets a little tricky. You've got to really pay attention to a lot of things. But still, we're just isolating these two things with our hands. Keep practicing this. This is a great exercise to get your independence happening. Even with quarter notes, your independence starts to grow because these phrases, once you start to understand the phrases and the groupings that you're creating, you can play with over bar line stuff, odd grouping stuff. Here's one more hint, one more little tidbit of information that I'll give to you today. When you think about phrasing, a great way to think about phrasing is things that are in groups of two and groups of three. Two, three. So when you combine twos and threes, you can start to create shapes. If you do all twos and you're playing sixteenth notes, it'll never do anything but this. If you put a grouping of three in there every once in a while, you get the you get start to curve your phrases and things start to go over the bar line. have fun with this. Experiment with the three voices. Work on your coordination with chord notes. Try your coordination with dotted eighth notes. Good luck. I'll see you soon. Okay, there you go. Linear phrasing. Like I said, we kind of jump into high gear a little bit right away. Um, if you want to do the step-by-step -step process into building linear phrasing, please come over to drummantra.com 
and check out the Lesson Vault. That's where I have a ton of lessons and we have a community over there. So everyone in the Lesson Vault has access to about 50 hours worth of lessons and they have access to the community so we can interact. Um, people can, you can post videos of yourself or post pictures of your drums and it's a lot of fun. People can ask questions and we jump in and we can all uh, be a community. So that's the lesson vault at drummantra.com. And once again, I want to remind you that if you are interested in getting serious and having a great time on this coming Saturday, May 9th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., you can join us at the Drum Mantra Intensive. This is a live Zoom call. It's a four-hour long drumming experience where we go through tons of exercises. I think I've curated about 50 different exercises that will take us through about three hours of playing plus uh, a couple Q&A periods and we need to take a couple breaks because it's intense. It's called Drum Mantra Intensive because it is intense. You will need to take a break. And sometimes when people, when we get to, I've done intensives, you know, before in real life. And sometimes when it's break time, you might just have to literally like lay down on the floor on your back and just rest because it requires a lot of attention. Every detail matters. Now it's a very accessible course. It's not, it's not super, well, it can't, it gets pretty advanced, but if you can play 16th notes on a single pad and control the accents moving from downbeats to E's to ands to us and tap your foot in quarter notes, that's about the starting point, about 87 BPM. And then we build into, like I said, we, we do warm-ups and timing exercises. We work on reading. We look at uh, coordination. We look at polymeters. We talk about phrasing, a different kind of phrasing than what you just heard. And then we also talk about groove. So please consider joining me. It's going to be so much fun. You can go to drummantra.com intensive to get more information. Again, that, that intensive is on Saturday, May 9th. Uh, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time until 3 p.m. So adjust your times as necessary. You can register at drummantra.com slash intensive. And I look forward to seeing you there. Okay, happy practicing. Have a great week. Keep staying safe. Keep that social distance happening. Let's, uh, let's beat this pandemic and get back to normal life. I wish you all the best. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.